Hey and welcome to the Human Design Podcast. My name is Leandra Haupt and I work as a Human Design Analyst. With this podcast, I want to introduce the Human Design System to you so you can implement this incredible knowledge into your life as well. Knowing your design will help you to understand, accept and love yourself, make aligned decisions and follow your unique life purpose. It is time now to acknowledge that you are unique and perfect just the way you are. Hi and welcome to a new episode. I hope you're all doing well. As you can hear, my voice is already better. So I'm feeling much more aligned, fit and awake now. Always when I get a cold or something, oh, it's just draining me so much. And I don't know if you know it. It's um, yeah when I put myself in stressful environments or situations or as I was mentioning in the last episode, I don't eat properly for my type, then I tend to get sick quite easily. So I had this uh, two weeks ago and now as I came back to my perfect eating for my type and then my perfect environment, then I feel so much better and more aligned and I feel also much more healthy. So as I was already, already a little bit teasering, today we will speak about your perfect environment from a human design perspective. And last week I was speaking about your food and digestion type. So if you haven't listened to that, you can listen to that before and also make sure you get your chart out. And I would really recommend you to go to myhumandesign.com or Genetic Matrix because that's when they show show you also your environment type. In some other charts it doesn't show up. So it's also free. So get your chart before you continue so you can follow along. And as I don't even know if I mentioned that in the last episode, sometimes I'm so in the flow that I forget some information, but the errors that are on our head in our chart are um, pointing either left or right and you have two on your left side and two on your right side. These are called variables and the upper left one is for your digestion and your eating type in human design. So if it's pointing left it means that you have an active brain and that means that also your digestion is active whereas if it points to the right means that it is passive and that also your digestion is passive and the same counts for all of these error all of these variables so also for your environment and the error for your environment is on the left side and the bottom one so the first thing you can do is look at the bottom left error and see if it points left or if it points right and if it points left that means you have an active environment and if it points right you have a passive environment and we will step into what that means in just just a second. So why is the environment important? It is important because in your ideal environment you will experience no or less conditioning and you will be able to fill up your complete energy and power so that you can go walk better through life and you feel more aligned with yourself and the world around you. 
So the more you can integrate that perfect environment into your life, the better you will feel. So sometimes the environment is not actually really physical. It can also be in a transferred sense environment. And I will explain in each case what that means in a second when we step deeper into that. But before we get started, I wanted to let you know, as it's still airy season, you can still book a reading with me for only 111 euro, 111 euro to start your year right. And it's a unique opportunity, um, this special offer. So you can book it directly on my website or also just, yeah, just text me. <laughs> and yeah, so let's get started into the different environments. There are six different environments and the first one of them is the cave. So when it says on your chart, the cave, you can look if the arrow also points left or right and the bottom left around your head. And if it turns left, that means that you are a selective cave person. And hello, that's me. <laughs> I'm, I don't know what it is. Like even for my digestion, I'm <laughs> the cave person. Basically, I'm the Neanderthaler. And I was mentioning last time already, people in my school in the, in the past called me Leandra Thaler so maybe there was something right about that so I'm a cave person and actually as I read this the first time it was it was resonating so much with me and it was like wow that makes so much sense because the selective cave person loves places that are like feel safe and secure and when you come there you can basically just close the door or like hide in there and you know no one and nothing is disturbing you so that could be your house that could also be a place in nature it's really important that it feels very enclosed and safe and like embracing you and for me that has always been my house so I really need houses that feel cozy, that feel good, where I can just come and close the doors that are not like super wide and open where everyone can stare in, but like kind of like hidden little houses. Um, and also people who are selective cave people, they are quite protective over their homes, so they do not let many people into their house. And for me, it, I always wondered why I never really like to receive visitors, and I always prefer to go to other people's places. And now looking back, I obviously understand why that is, because I am so protective over my space. I also do not like to live um, in shared houses. It's really good also for that person to either live alone or maybe with a very, very trusted person, but then still have enough space in your home so you can close the door in at least one room. Um, and yeah, so that made so much sense when I found that out. Um, yeah, and if you are a cave person, I mean, it's in the beginning, it takes some time maybe to accept that, right? That you maybe not be the person who hosts big parties or hosts a lot of people or loves to invite people, but it's okay to go out and it's okay to have your safe space there and be very selective on who you let in there or if you even want to let someone in. So if the arrow is pointing to the right, you have a blending cave environment. And that means that it's also an enclosed environment, but they are allowing a little bit more openness into their space. So that could mean that there may be 
several entrances that it's a bit more open spaced um, and maybe there's some more people allowed in the space and they can live with some people if they're very trusted. So it's very similar, just a little bit more open. So the next environment is the market. So if it says the market and you have the arrow to the left, you have external markets. So if you have an external market environment, it means that you love um, to have environments with a lot of people around you where you can exchange um, some services or we can speak to people or when you can get in touch with people. So this environment is all about exchange of goods or exchange or um, finding something as well. So maybe you're always on the lookout for a certain thing or a person that can help you with something and you can benefit from that exchange. So you are at the same time very choosy what you want because just imagine as you go to a market you might have a shopping list and you're very choosy about what you want in life. So with markets you're very selective and you always want some benefits. It could actually be a market but it can also be any other place that um, seems like a market, for example, a fair or a job environment. If you have the arrow pointed to the right, it means that you have internal markets. So this is all about exchange as well. But the difference here is that also people with this definition can invite people into their space and offer some services as well. So it's all about the connection, maybe creating something together or exchanging something and also meeting up with selected people to share a common interest or a common goal. Next, we have the kitchen, and the kitchen can be also referred to as the laboratory. So it is where a lot of different things or a lot of different people come together and there are some sort of creative flow happening. So you can imagine this as a kitchen where you want to create something, right? You want to cook something with different ingredients and make out of different things something new together. So this could be a big city, for example, where a lot of uh, people from different heritage or cultures come together and they flavor all the city together. So make something completely different out of it. I have to think of um, cities like New York, for example, where it's like a melting pot of different cultures and people or going in the subway where there's like the hustle bustle and also maybe co-working spaces where different peoples with different ideas come together or any sort of creative place where um, yeah, people just create something together and make something better out of what all of them bring. So if you have wet kitchens, then the point arrow to the left, that means that it's best for you if you are in a little bit more um, humid, let's say green location, whereas if you have dry kitchens, means that you do better if you are maybe more in the desert or mountain location, somewhere where the climate is a little bit more dry. Let's move on to the mountain people. 
So mountains can be taken literally. It can be mean that you do really well when you are in the mountains, but also it could mean that you just need to live upstairs <laughs> in, a, in an apartment or maybe in a skyscraper or something. Um, so if you have active mountain, it means that your arrow is pointing to the left, then you thrive when you can really gain perspective from ups, upstairs basically or having a higher perspective on something and you like to look down on life, you like to be up on top of life. Maybe that's the mountains, maybe that's high buildings, maybe that's a platform. Um, you just like to look down and gain perspectives and be a little bit oxygen deprived. That's when your body also does best. If you have a passive mountain, meaning your arrow points to the right, that would mean it's really literal mountain environment. So if you're really high up and you have these mountain scenario around you and you can actually withdraw a little bit. So that means that when you are a passive mountain person, you might be a little bit introverted or you might be a little bit shy and you like to get away from people sometimes. Let's move on to the valley. So the valley generally is all about having um, a protected space and also it's very connected to the ears and acoustics and hearing. So it's really important for you to have conversations and when you are a narrow valley, meaning your arrow is pointing to the left, that's when you do best when you are in maybe some narrow streets or in a narrow, narrow valley um, where you really see and feel and sense the people and hear the people and you can have these uh, cozy conversations with people and maybe also it can be an interior space for example um, yeah a, a small place or like a co-working space maybe where people talk and you hear the chatter or a cafe um, so it's very important for you to hear people and not be isolated but be in touch with other people but very selected people so if you have wide valleys, it means that you thrive when you have a little bit more bigger space, let's say, when um, it's a bit more um, wide, as the name already says, and you might just hear a far chatter or something, you don't hear what actually people are saying, and um, it could be also like a literal valley, and um, yeah, where you feel just really cozy and comfortable, and you maybe hear the sounds from the valley, maybe some celebrations or whatever it is, um, all the village sounds, so you feel connected to the other people, and you feel connected to the place, and hearing, as I said, in both cases is really, really important here. So you might understand the world through your ears. If your ideal environment is the shore, that is where, as you can imagine, two distinct environments come together, like the water and the earth. So if you have artificial shore, meaning your arrows to the left, that means that you have two environments coming together that are not natural. So meaning maybe a city uh, comes together with the countryside or a city with the harbor, um, or maybe two countries, you live on the border of two countries, um, or maybe two very distinct 
um, yeah, environments coming together from like a flat environment to a high mountain next to it. Um, so that could mean that you really thrive, that you have these two environments next to each other and also where different people maybe come. So if you live at the shore, you have come, boats come with different people from somewhere else and you get in touch with them. So you like this kind of exchange and the float between two different environments. If you have natural shores, that means where specifically water is coming together with land. So this could be whatever, this could be a river, the ocean, a lake, and um, you feel really comfortable with these two elements together. So you do best if you live in a city that is very closely connected to a lot of water and you want to see both environments. So ideally you can overlook the ocean from your windows or you live by the ocean, but you are obviously in the land. <laughs> Otherwise you would have a um, floating boat maybe. Um, yeah, so you do best if you see these two together. So in human design, we can obviously go deeper into these environments and see personally what they mean for you and how they can be integrated in life. Because the more you integrate your environment, the more aligned you will feel and the most possibilities and opportunities that you will get in your life in order to really strive and fulfill your life purpose here. So if you want to find out more about your personal environment and how it interacts with all the other aspects in your chart, get in touch with me for a reading. I was saying it's only one, one, one euro for every season. And yeah, I would love also to hear from you, maybe on Instagram or just write me, what is your environment and do you already live in your ideal environment? And does that resonate with you, what you heard? And until then, I'm sending you so much love and yeah, thank you for always tuning in here. That means a lot. I really want to support people to find their own inner self, find their truth and live to what suits best for them. Human design is all about being your own guru and following your own path, no matter what other people say. So you can step by step, allow yourself to decondition what other people say. And I'm in that journey myself and it feels so incredibly good to just decondition from all that I've taken on. And like I said, when I discovered the cave was my environment, it felt so good and relieving to know and be confirmed for what I've already felt within me. So yeah, I want to support you on that journey as well. So yeah, sending you love. And yeah, if you want to share this podcast, I would be very grateful because the more people step into their power, the more beautiful world and relationship we will have with ourselves and others. And yeah, that means a lot to me. Bye for now. I'm so happy that you stay till the end of this podcast and I would love for you to share this podcast with someone who could really benefit from it and also would be so happy if you would leave me a five-star review on Apple that helps that more people can find this valuable information. If you want to get an individual reading done, which can help you so much understand yourself better, please get in touch through my website or through Instagram. Bye for now.